Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. It's time. Time to escape from the real world and transport ourselves to the fantasy world. Hi everyone, my name is Mel and welcome to K-Dreaming. Hi, K-Dreamers. It is no secret I'm a fan of K-Dramas. I mean, why would I have a podcast dedicated to to K-Dramas and K-Pop? But I wanted to start this episode off with a story. And the story is about romantic relationships and an ex. So one thing I learned in my romantic relationships is how important it is that you and your partner have similar interests in the same shows. I find that I really enjoy lounging. A lot of my day-to-day relaxing time is on the couch or on my bed watching a show. And with a partner, that is elevated, that type of experience. Like, I definitely love lounging with a partner. I will say one thing I did notice in my last relationship, not my current, my my ex-boyfriend, is that we didn't share the same interests in our shows that we like to watch. Like I remember we would introduce shows to each other and it felt like it was so forceful to watch the shows he was into and vice versa. So, I mean, maybe this is just revealing a little bit too much about myself, but I remember my ex-boyfriend loved watching that sitcom. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. And I do believe it's a humor thing. I just didn't like the show and I couldn't get into it, but I would try to watch it just because I know it's something he really enjoyed. One thing I felt like he didn't do for me was that he never showed an openness um, to watch K-dramas with me. And I kind of hated that because I love K-dramas. I mean, I think during that time, like, I was watching a lot more and I just felt like I was watching so much K-dramas. It felt like I maybe I was, you know, bending backwards to watch more shows he liked versus him watching shows I liked. So... That was something I've always remembered. And when we ended our relationship, and he knew I was into K-pop and K-dramas, he made this comment. And he didn't mean it in like, well, F you kind of way. But he was more like, you know, maybe you'll find like a Korean actor type of guy in the future. Saying like when we were breaking up, he was like, maybe you'll find someone like that. First off, one, you should never suggest what type of person that your ex-partner should be with in the future while you're breaking up. That is just so weird. Two, I think sometimes I kind of hate that assumption that just because I love K-pop and K-dramas doesn't mean I want to date someone exactly like that from, you know, those type of shows. Because we all do know 
Korean dramas are not real. And as much as I joke around loving and having a crush on, you know, let's say Nam Joo Hyuk or Park So Joon, it is not reality. So that situation and just the compatibility which shows has been something I've always noted going into my new relationship. With my current partner, we both really enjoy lounging and love media. Like he's also a podcaster. And so I think one thing we do as podcasters, we like to consume things to get ideas and get inspiration. And I will say, even though we both have separate interests, like he loves watching sports and documentaries, Ray is also very open to watching the things I like. He legit finished crash landing on you by himself. And I will say it may not be his favorite, but he gave it a chance. And I think that's something I will always appreciate with my partner. It's that openness to watch and try different things. I'm not sure if y'all have encountered the same situation with your partner. Like, are they K-drama watchers? Are they not? Have you been trying to get them to watch K-dramas? I'm very curious. Please let me know. For this episode, I thought it'd be really fun to kind of like talk about what K-dramas to recommend or to, you know, put on the background to get your partner or your boyfriend into K-dramas. I will say that there are certain K-dramas I think your partner will like a bit more if they're like, you know, like my boyfriend or my other guy friends who are less into the quote-unquote romantic stuff. And today I want to share with you some of the highly recommended dramas that I feel like they might enjoy. So a story I've been hearing a lot through my friends, such as my girlfriends that are into K-dramas, is that how they got their boyfriends into into K-dramas as well. And one of the stories I've heard was my girlfriend was watching, let's say, Crash on You or Startup, and she had it on the background. And her boyfriend was gaming in the corner of their living room, you know, doing his own thing. But slowly, he'll start turning his head over to the TV, and it's like, oh, what's going on? Maybe it'll be five minutes. Like, oh, that's interesting. Turn back to his game oh, something's happening again, turn back to the TV for another 20 minutes. And all of a sudden, you find your partner or your boyfriend on the couch watching the K-drama with you. That is what we're trying to do here with today's episode. So here are some of the dramas, again, that I would love to share. First one is Itaewon Class. I will say Itaewon Class is, I think, a lot of, in- a lot of people's introductory drama into K-dramas. So a brief synopsis about Itaewon Class. It's about an ex-con and his friends fight to make their ambitious dreams for their street bar reality. And we all know who's watched this drama. This is so much more than that. For me, this drama is definitely about a man seeking revenge for his father's death. His father was killed by this big conglomerate food restauranteur company called Changa. The main character, Park Seroi, played by my love, Park So Joon, opens up his own pub and goes against Janga, which becomes a story of the, like, the little guys going up against the mogul, which I find really fascinating. I will say a lot of my guy friends love Itaewon class, and they will always make jokes about, you know, the mushroom haircut, Park So Joon rocks, but I think just the grit of the main character of him, you know, pushing through, not taking the easy route, and him finding this group of, I guess, like, quote-unquote social outcasts um, uh, and to make his own restaurant his own and his success story, like, it was very addicting. So ET1 Class is definitely one drama I would recommend. The second I would recommend to maybe pique some of your partner's interest would be Vincenzo. And Vincenzo revolves around an Italian mafia by the same name. His name's Vincenzo. He's played by Song Junki. Yes, he is a Korean man who gets adopted into an Italian family, who in search of gold sets out to his motherland, Korea. His intentions, however, take a turn and his enemies change as he hops on the fight against the evil conglomerate of Babel. There's another conglomerate fight here. 
I From Even Chance is actually a really good mix of action, humor, and the ensemble cast really just makes this drama what it is. I feel like Vincenzo, once he lands in Korea, he unintentionally befriends all of these small business owners in this like kind of old or rundown plaza. And that part of it really makes this drama funny and about community. And at the same time, we love overarching, you know, plot lines. At the same time, an enemy from Babel and a mystery is revealed. I love reveals. I feel like that just makes me like addicted to the drama. So Vincenzo's really cool. Also, Song Jin Ki just wearing all these like really nice clean suits. I just think it's really like a, like a snazzy type of drama. And I like it because romance isn't the main point of this drama, even though there is hints of it that you fall in love with. Personally, for me, I also really love the second lead or like the female lead because her character isn't your typical or your old um, like typical damsel in distress type of girl. She is literally a badass lawyer fighting alongside Vincenzo. And maybe for me, because I am a very straight up type of gal, she is um, no filter. He'll say whatever's on her mind. Um, and I really related and loved those scenes where she just didn't care. So Vincenzo is another drama I would really recommend. Okay, the third drama that I think a lot of people fell in love with is called My Name. The series revolves around a woman who joins a gang to avenge her father's death and then becomes a gang's mole inside the police force. Ooh, just that already is like, oh man. This drama is extremely action-packed and it's only eight episodes compared to typical 16 episodes usually find with K-dramas. And while watching this drama, you definitely start questioning the intentions of certain people. Like, who's actually the bad guy? Do the gangs, like, are the members, do they really mean well? Is it the police people? Like, you don't know, like, what's going on. You don't know who's, quote-unquote, the good guys. And that element definitely kept me at the edge of my seat. I would definitely recommend this drama if your partner loves action and may not be ready to sit through 16 episodes. Um... I really loved how bite-sized and quick this drama was. Um, I remember my roommate, Aaron, and I were, like, talking nonstop about it. And we just really appreciated the, the like, edginess, the rawness of this drama. So my name is very action-packed and, again, recommended. And on a side note, I do want to share, you know, that a lot of my close couple friends um, shared with me that Korean dramas are actually the only type of shows they watch together since they have such different interests. Example, my housemates, Aaron and Dar. Darlene is really into the cheesy, 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 like, you know, sitcoms, like Disney shows are her thing. And like, she just loves that romantic, like if Christmas movies, like Hallmark Christmas movies were like a series, she has definitely watched it or is going to watch it while Aaron's like really into indie films like really great writing like loves A24 dark gritty stuff so very complete opposites so K-dramas are the only thing they do like to watch together which I find really cute um so unlike my ex-boyfriend and I they have found that K-dramas is the thing that brought them together so hopefully K-dramas could be that thing for you and your partner as well Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swathers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swathers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. 
Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than a leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello. Let's continue on with the list of K-dramas to entice your partners with to get them addicted to K-dramas. The fourth one is called Kingdom. And I'll just say this. It's only one word. Zombies. Okay, I'll, I'll give you more than that. So the synopsis for Kingdom is the deceased king rises and a mysterious plague begins to spread. The prince must face a new breed of enemies to unveil the evil scheme and save his people. I feel like everyone's been on this zombie train, like Walking Dead, you know, uh, Train to Busan. Like there's other zombie things for sure. And as someone who's not into zombies at all, like I don't like gore. I don't like that type of stuff at all. I really liked the storyline and the suspense of Kingdom. Um, I got into it during the pandemic and I watched it with one of my good friends in almost two days, like the whole series. So if your partner is into Walking Dead and the whole zombie hype, Kingdom is for them. It's just the storyline and writing is very good as well. And again, it's just so suspenseful. So Kingdom. The next drama I want to recommend is actually um, the next two are going to be more recent ones. And the first one is called Reborn Rich. And this is one I watched during the holiday break and it was very good. The synopsis is when a loyal employee is murdered and reborn as a youngest son of the company, he seeks revenge on the conglomerate family. You know, based on this list, it sounds like revenge and going up against conglomerates is a common theme I'm seeing here. Uh, again, this is a recent K-drama starring Song Joon-ki. And this provides some insight into the social political world of conglomerates. Like, it definitely made me question a lot of, like, intentions and corruptness is that right word? and corruption within you know big companies like i thought about like those big companies that we have even here in the u.s like amazon you know png and do they actually hold this much power and have this much money like it just makes me think and i would definitely recommend this drama let's say if your partner works in corporate and is very into like stocks and investing would be very helpful as well because there's a lot of terminologies there yeah, this drama just made me think a lot about the very complex dynamics too within these families that hold so much power and pass along their like their companies down the family. Like, what does it even mean for them? And like, I don't know. It was very interesting. And I haven't been really into a drama as much as I have with Reborn Rich. So I would definitely recommend this one. The next one I'd recommend again is a is a recent one and one I just finished. 
and it's called The Glory. Ooh, so good. Like I was, I'm still reeling from it. And I, so I remember coming back from holidays. I was hanging out with my housemates and they're both were like, did you watch The Glory? And I was like, oh no. They're like, you have to watch The Glory because they both finished it. Um, and The Glory is about a former victim of school violence who seeks revenge on her bullies after taking up a job as a homeroom teacher at the elementary school of the bully's child. Wow. Sometimes I feel like reading these reading these synopsis does not do the drama justice because it is just so much more than that. I was recommended The Glory not just by my housemates, but literally everyone through my DMs, messages. It's just done very well. I feel like you're rooting for the main character to just get justification. And I also heard through my Korean friends that it really shines a light on the unfortunate bullying situations in Korea. Like, there's some minor accuracies with it, which honestly is really sad. Um, this is this drama is only eight episodes. And eight episodes for the part one. They're actually releasing part two in March. And everyone is waiting for part two because you just want to know how the story unfolds. And... Let's just say you will not look at a curling iron the same way after watching this drama. The next drama, next and last drama I would recommend is one I'm actually currently watching. So this may be, uh, I guess, like a half recommendation. So the drama I'm currently watching after The Glory, because I love The Glory so much, was Flowers of Evil. After expressing my, um, I guess... My interest in the glory, someone DM'd me and said, you have to watch Flowers of Evil if you enjoy the glory. And this is one Aaron, my housemate, also recommended. I feel like if people, multiple people are recommending dramas for me, it's, it's a sign I need to watch it. The Flowers of Evil, I'm only on episode two, but it's about this couple. And the wife is a detective and the man, as of now, is just like a, like a craftsman. But Things start unfolding because the detective, the wife, starts digging into this murder case. And there's a lot of links to her husband. So her husband may be leading a double life. And we don't know what's exactly happening. But, yeah, that's what's happening so far. And I don't I don't know. It just, things are slowly getting revealed. And I'm just like, oh, shit. Like, moments of evil are coming out right now in a picturesque family. So Flowers of Evil will be the last one I would recommend. So if you are, again, looking for dramas to watch with your partner to pique their interest while it's putting on the background, while you're watching, while you're cooking, maybe they're, you know, on their computer playing game and you just, you want to want them to be like, oh, what is that? These are the seven dramas I would recommend. Well, this concludes today's episode and roundup of the dramas I recommend to get your partner hooked. For those that have convinced their partner to join on the K-drama train, which one converted them over? Please let me know in the comments for this Instagram post. I am very curious because I want to introduce more dramas to my boyfriend. Slowly and surely, he's, you know, making his way. But maybe the tactic is to start with, like, smaller, shorter episodes because I realize a lot of, uh, like, my boyfriend was saying, like, oh, man, these episodes are kind of long. So maybe, you know, start with, like, an eight-episode one, like The Glory or My Name. But I am very open to hear what you all recommend. So please let me know. Make sure to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else you get your podcasts. Thank you again for joining me and happy watching. Until next time, bye!